Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach and mum to three teenagers. Trust me, I know just how hard being a parent can be. There are times when it can all become a bit too much and leave us feeling at our wits end. Sometimes we need some advice, a fresh perspective and a little bit of help. That's why I'm here and why I do what I do. And that's why I created this Parenting in the Thick of It podcast. Welcome to episode 91. Today I have a very special guest with me on the show and we're going to be talking about mindfulness and meditation and how it's helped us both. So I would like to welcome my son Logan who is 13 years old and he said he would be happy to help me help you understand why meditation and mindfulness has helped him because I think it's really important for parents to realize that this is a super useful tool for kids to develop and use to help them bring themselves more mindfulness and more peace and calm, a bit more space and help them deal with worries, deal with all sorts of things in life. A a mindfulness and meditation practice can do just that. Um, You know, there's a lot of wisdom in the art of letting go and when I think of what is it that we have to let go of I things that come to mind are letting go of thoughts that are that I don't that don't serve me letting go of attachment to things and ideas to all the shoulds who says I should I'm so attached to the way it should be it should should sound it should look like it should whatever we're so run by our shoulds that being able to let go of those is really really helpful and also being able to let go of our worries and we spend so much time being hijacked from the present moment because we're worrying about something in the future or regretting and worrying about something that we've done in the past and mindfulness and meditation is a great way to help us shift from those patterns and be able to let go and be able to be a bit more present. So if you want to hear it from the horse's mouth, here's Logan. And um, he has been practicing meditation, not super religiously, but on and off since grade two. And you're now going into grade eight. And you first started it with a teacher who used to do a, he did the Mind Up program, Goldie Hawn's Mind Up. And you used to do a circle uh, a meditation circle, didn't you? Yeah, he used to hit the time and you'd listen to where it ends and then you'd listen to the silence and then you'd hit it back and when it, when the sound ended, you'd open your eyes. Yeah, and how do you think doing that helps you? It helps me stay calm. Uh, it helps me notice my mind and all my thoughts. Lots, especially the worry ones. Do you worry quite a bit? Um, Are you a bit of a worrier sometimes? Yes, I am. And do you think that mindfulness has made you notice your worrying thoughts more? Yeah. And the meditation practice? Yeah, it helps me get rid of them and throw uh, my talker in my head back in the backseat of the car. The talker in your head. Tell me about the talker in your head. What do you mean the talker in your head? Uh, I named him Bob. Like the voice? Yeah, the voice. Yeah, I have a voice in my head. It often tells me, 
you can't do that. You think you can do that? You're not good enough for that. Is that that? Do you have that? Yeah. And what do you do when he speaks to you? You call him Bob? I call him Bob, yeah. Okay, and what do you do when he speaks to you? Um, I just think about the positive side and just get rid of the thought completely. Yeah, and when he tells you you can't do it, what do you say? I can and just take a deep breath and I do it. Yeah, and you put him in the back seat, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Chuck him in the back seat where he belongs and you drive your own car. Yeah. Don't let that voice in your head drive the car. But we all have a voice in my, in our heads and sometimes that voice roars really loudly and questions us and makes us doubt ourselves and worry unnecessarily. So it's really important to be able to notice that voice and that voice comes in the form of thoughts. So if you can notice the thoughts, it really helps you in life when you are caught up in them and perhaps worrying unnecessarily. So, Logie, what do you do when you have a worrying thought or a fearful thought? Or what do you do? What do you tell you? Do you tell yourself anything? I tell myself it's not real. It's not true. It's my head running with thoughts. And then what do you do? How do you... Does it help you get rid of the thought? What do you do? Well, I focus on my breath and um, it kind of, the thought kind of goes away and um, just goes away and I think about positive things. Okay, cool. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I do the same thing. And when I meditate, you know, when you're meditating with your eyes closed, and you're shutting out the stimulus of your eyes and obviously you can still hear things and you're very much aware but you can really watch your thoughts and you know that you have between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day which is 35 to 48 thoughts per minute did you realize you have as many thoughts as that yeah i actually did know that you knew that in science oh you learned it in science cool um just unbelievable as to how much we think And also, here's another very interesting fact, that for 54% of the time, so almost half of the time you're awake, you're not where your mind is. Your mind is elsewhere. So you're here, sitting here doing this podcast with me, but for half of the time, even on this podcast, your mind's been running away. I know. Thinking things. Has it been running away? Yes. Yeah. So what meditation does is in that quiet space with your eyes closed it gives you a really it gives you the best opportunity to watch your mind to watch your thoughts so when the thoughts come because they will you can't shut them down 35 to 48 per minute are coming in boom 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 the problem is we attach to one and if it's a worrying one we go off down the oh no I'm so worried about my math test tomorrow I didn't do well in it last time so I bet I won't do it well in it this time Bob starts speaking right when you're meditating, what do you do when you get to that point? Um, I just, like if I'm writing my math test, I just think, you know what, I have a shot. I aced the uh, practice test, you know, yeah. I'll give it a shot. And if you're meditating and you have that worrying thought, what do you do in a meditation practice? I just go back onto my breath and okay. I shut it off and I actually tell myself, I can do that. Yeah. And throw them in the back. So you use your breath to take you, to let the thought go, 
you come back to your breath so you focus on your breath which stops you focusing on your thought yeah yeah is that right yeah yeah that's exactly what i do as well so each time a thought comes in i go oh thought back onto my breath back onto my breath and you might be saying well that's all well and good because you're in a meditation practice what about real life what happens is the muscle of awareness is strengthened for watching your thoughts so it means in life you become more aware of when your thoughts are not serving you so sometimes you you might even during the day say to me mom i've got this awful thought it won't go away and then what do you do you tell yourself your thoughts are not real you tell them they're not true it's the voice in your head you get onto your breath and very quickly when you get onto your breath the thought dissipates so it's a real art to be able to let go of thoughts and hopefully hearing it from a 13 year old will help you and maybe you can start to meditate with your child if you do i wouldn't start at more than a minute a minute's a long time when you start isn't it logie yeah yeah and what are we up to now about 15 yeah 10 to 15 minutes yeah. but sometimes after five you go mom how much longer i know and I go, we've only been meditating for five minutes. And if it's too much, you stop, don't you? Yeah. We don't force it. And sometimes you do it, sometimes you don't. But the other thing I notice when I meditate regularly is I sleep better. I sleep so much better. Me too. You do? I go straight to sleep because I'm already kind of tired. Yeah, it doesn't make me tired, but I think it clears my mind of things. It, it kind of allows me to realize all these thoughts just let them go, let them go. Don't attach to them and it allows you to settle. So I yeah, do meditate kind of in the morning. Yeah, because it like makes sure I don't get any bad thoughts. Yeah, and, and then just... when you do, because bad thoughts will come, but when you do, you notice them. Yeah, and I actually, uh, I have this like stuffed animal that I squeeze when I have a bad thought and it pops into a positive thought because I change my mind um, to a positive thought that I like, like something I like, and then I dream about that. Oh, nice. Okay. So hopefully you found this valuable today. If so, I'd love for you to leave me, leave a comment below. And remember, you can always share the episode on your social media platforms. If you have any questions, please email me, louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And if you've got any questions for Logan, you can also email them to me and I will give them to him and he will answer you too. If you are a reader, I have a ton of blogs and under the mindfulness section on yourparentingpartner.com forward slash blog, on the right side, there's a category under mindfulness. You'll find half a dozen or so blogs on how to get started with a, mind, with a meditation practice and how to use your breath and why your breath is good. If you like watching videos, I also have a video on how to meditate. You can watch me do it. It's called the Parenting in the Thick of It YouTube channel. Um, you can check that out. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.